so happy you're here today. Jesus, as usual, has a word for us, so let's acknowledge him. Jesus, we thank you. We thank you for preparing us for that day. We thank you for bringing your word to life, for giving us revelation knowledge, letting us know what you think, what you're thinking. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So I heard Jesus say this to me. The harvest is ready, but the givers are few. And you know the scripture actually says the harvest is ready, but the workers are few. But he called them givers. He called us givers, those of us who are willing to give. You know, Jesus gave. God loved us so much he gave us Jesus. And now he's asking that we would give our lives, our gifts and our talents that we would give to the harvest. It's not his will that one should perish. And, and so it's his heart that we would do his work. Remember, he said, I'm going to go. And because I'm going to the Father, if you believe, you're going to do what I was doing. And he, he was doing so much. And the main key is that he loved and we talked about that yesterday, that really sowing in the kingdom is loving and being willing to, you know, so, so many people want to move into heaven, you know, yeah, I don't want to go to hell, I want to go to heaven, but not really realizing that heaven is selfless. In order to live in the kingdom of God, you have to be selfless. You have to let him recreate you and his likeness, so that you're at a place where you're not the first person on your mind all the time. And we're not there yet. We think we're ready, but we're not selfless. We're really not. And when I was growing up, my mom modeled to me that she was first. She had to have things her way. And so I took on that same character. And that's, that's exactly what we need to get rid of. We need to have the character of Jesus. He wasn't first. He put us first. He was willing to give his life away. And he's asking you. We have message after message where he said, give. Right? I think of that. Give. And what do you get in return? You might be asking. Can it be given unto you? Maybe... You have shortage in your life. Given will be given unto you. Pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Maybe you're sick. Go lay hands on the sick, and it'll be given back to you. Pressed down, shaking together, and running over. So often we think we have to be perfect before God can use us. But so often things aren't happening in your life because you're not giving what you know, what you have. And we fall short of that. We, the enemy has us thinking that we got to be this perfect person in order to go out. But remember, Jesus just called a few fishermen. And so you don't have to be anyone great. You just have to be willing. And I just want to reiterate that if, if things aren't happening in your life, it's because you're not giving. Give, and it'll be given unto you. Press down, shaken together, and running over. Luke 6.38. Jesus said, not everyone who calls me Lord 
will enter into the kingdom of heaven. But those who do the will of my Father, are you giving? Are you a giver that will go for Jesus? The harvest is plenty, but the givers are few. But Lord, I did this in your name and I did that in your name. I didn't know you. You didn't give. Away from me. His heart is for his people. And those of us who know him, to a point, I just want to say that right now, to a point, then we're, and, and if we don't know him intimately, we're ignorant of his feelings, of knowing what he's thinking and what he's going through. As the time comes closer for his return, he's grieving for what will happen There's few, few find the way on the narrow path. Let that, let one of those few be you. You can't just get born again and know Jesus a little bit and be okay. You're going to wander off on the narrow, on the wide path if you don't know him, if you don't know what he's thinking, what he's feeling. If you don't know his will, he's going to say, I didn't know you. Because if if you don't know his will, you won't practice his will. You can call him Lord, but if you're not doing his will, he's going to reject you because you're rejecting him. The most important thing to him, his dream, is for all to have everlasting life with him. But if we don't care about that, if we're just thinking about ourselves all the time, if we're selfish instead of selfless, He's going to say, I didn't know you. You didn't even know how I felt or what I was thinking or what my passion is. You just lived your life for your own, for yourself. It had to be about you. It had to be your way. There is no room for anyone else to be first in your life. I didn't know you. You know, we can't live in the kingdom of God. If we're not givers, that's his law. Giving is to love. And so he wants to recreate us into that place where we look like him. We're selfless. We love. It's not about us. And you got to humble yourself to do that. Humble yourself before him. You know, I was just talking to a friend today, and she she realized that she might not make it. Most people don't have that realization. So you're blessed if you feel conviction of knowing that you're you might not be ready to stand before him. And Matthew seven twenty one through twenty three is a perfect example of that warning. Not everyone who calls me Lord will enter into the kingdom of heaven. You're calling him Lord all your life, possibly not knowing him or knowing that he needs you to be a giver. Thinking you're going to move in with someone that you don't really know isn't going to work because you got to be like him. You have to have on that garment of love 
patience, goodness, kindness, self-control. You have to be like him to move in with him. So you have to let him recreate you in his likeness, and you, you have to be that giver that he is. I was telling you I modeled after my mom. I didn't know what I was doing. You model after that one that you hang out with. And so the easy solution is to hang out with Jesus, find out what he's thinking, how he's feeling, what's important to him. Know his heart. Know what grieves him. Ask him to correct you every single day so that that warning actually is a warning. So on that day, it isn't the first time you hear, I didn't know you. Just because you're calling me Lord doesn't mean you're entering into the kingdom of heaven. I didn't know you. Away from me. You rejected me. You knew, yet you turned away. Or you're, you're, you're ignorant of my word because you didn't have time to open it up. I invited you, but you were too busy caring about yourself, your life, preparing really for eternal damnation. Jesus said he corrects those he loves. So get on your knees every day and say, correct me. You should look at it, Revelation 3.19. Look in the Amplified Bible, Revelation 3.19. I correct those that I love. Convict, convince. Because he doesn't want you to go to hell. That's why he's correcting you. That's why... I'm sharing this with you today. His heart is that you have eternal life. And few find their way. So Jesus is beckoning you today. Come, get to know me. This life that you're trying to hang on to is going to perish. And if you hang on to it, instead of seek my, seeking my way of doing and being right, instead of finding your way to eternal life, then you're going to be lost. So, see, hanging on to this life is saying, Jesus, I don't want your life. I don't want to live with you forever. But when you let go of this life, you're actually preparing for eternal life. Most people who say they're ready for Jesus are hanging on so tight to right here and right now that they can't see clearly that they need to let go of what they're hanging on to so they can live with Jesus so they can be ready so let him prepare you get on your knees every day Revelation 3.19 ask him to correct you don't wait till it's too late when he comes it's too late now is the time of grace Correct me, Lord. And, and you could leave before he comes. You don't know your last day. So you need to get ready now. Get ready early before he gets here. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. You said you're knocking at the door of our heart, and, and we receive you. We're going to heed your voice. Come and live on the inside of us. We're going to be that giver 
We're going to give back to you. We thank you. We praise you for giving your life, yourself for us. Help us to be faithful to you. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Jesus is saying he has a word. He said, I'm here for you. I love you. No need to look anywhere else. I hold your future in my hand. I have a good plan for you. Trust me. Trust me. Don't trust the enemy. Don't trust any thought that comes to you. Any person that speaks to you other than my word. If you take the time to look at my word, you can know me so that you can live with me forever. Thank you, Jesus. That's what he wants. He's not trying to take from you. He's trying to give you eternal, everlasting life. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today. Mm-hmm.